The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Old Teen Show. I'm Brianna, and this is my classmate, Jessica. Hey. This edition of Old Teen Show covers the first and only season of the short-lived 1992 show, The Heights, the story of a local rock band full of 20-somethings called The Heights, living in a suburb called The Heights. The show is called The Heights. Today, we are discussing the third episode, Evil Ways. Jessica, what's going on with The Heights this week? Well, Lenny meets a new girl, but she's interested in JT. Arthur gets a job at a hotel. All right. This one is directed by John Nicolella and written by Tony Spiridakis and Matt Dearborn. Matt Dearborn, he's our new production person here. He has lots of TV writing to his credit and some directing, including even Stevens 90210, The Secret World of Alex Mack, Sliders, Early Edition, and Eerie, Indiana. Its title is Evil Ways, but I also call, I call this the uh, the JT is a fucking monster, and why are these any of these people friends with him? Episode <laughs> accurate, <sighs> kind of hard. They don't. I'm trying to think. Do they ever paint him in a good light? I, man, he's tough. Like he just like for one, we talked about last time. He's got a look that's just like not friendly. Uh, th- yeah, this one. So we focus on Lenny here. He works at this like lounge dinner place but uh he does like soundboard and lighting for a lounge act guy which is cool i like this is for the music like you know you this is about a local band that has they're all working like blue collar jobs but he's working jobs that he can get in his field and if you're doing that you get these weird crew type jobs where he's you know hooking up equipment, get, you know, pick up wires and stuff. And yeah, do anything you can to uh, mm-hmm. learn more in the industry yeah. and make connections. So for like, sure. Lenny's really into the music. Like he's he's there in every capacity he can. Like, and he's, uh, we see him working and there's a, JT's supposed to be helping him at this gig, but all he's doing is hitting on the wait staff at this. Oh, that's painful. And it's painful. Like, oh, God, dude. Just hanging out at the bar. Every single girl that walks up, he's like, hey, did I tell you I was in a band? Yeah. Did I tell you I was in a band? Huh? Yeah. Uh, Does that work on anyone? I don't know. What like, when you're not a band that people actually know of? Like, it's one thing, like, hey, I'm in a band. It's, you know, called Bon Jovi. Oh, I've heard of them. What do you play? The kazoo? Yeah. Oh. oh yeah, but th- there's oh, a girl. Man. There's a girl who works there named Natalie, and so she gets Lenny a cup of coffee that JT's supposed to be getting her. Like she just notices, and she lingers around Lenny as he's cleaning up and packing up to go and stuff. And you can tell like she's into him, and like she even helped pack the van. Yeah. Yeah, because JT was nowhere to be found because he was hanging out with another waitress. I think right. at that point. Yeah, I mean, 
And then Ugh. he pulls up on his motorcycle. It's like Lenny's about to ask her out, and then perfect timing. JT pulls up in his motorcycle, and it's like, let's go to the bar, guys. And she, and he's like, well, I got I got to take the van back to my uncle's, and da da da. And she's like, well, I'm waiting at the bus stop. And then JT's like, well, I can take you to your house or whatever. And then she she says, okay. I was like, wait, this this did not fit who this person we just met no. was. No, because she already knew what kind of a person JT was based off his pickup lines. Right. I thought she was kind of like a smart aleck back to him. Like, cause he's like, oh, do, do my looks intimidate you or something yeah. like that? And she's like, no, do I, I just want to know where you, uh, like what shampoo you use or something like that because he's got pretty girl hair. Yeah. Um, but no, he shows up on a motorcycle. He's like, I'll take you home on my bike. And she turns into this giddy little teenager. And it's like, dude. Unless the bus is right that there. horrible. I didn't think she was a giddy teen. I thought she was just like, all right, I'll take this because it's better than the bus. But st- what happens she after. She seemed really impressed as soon as it's like, oh, on the motorcycle. Right. Which I don't, I was never that type. So I'm like, oh, no. Then like, I turn into Judgy and I'm like, you suck, Natalie. But he's she's the same. on. Yeah. He's the same guy that was inside there being a sleaze. He's just on a motorcycle now. Like, yeah. Yeah. And in the process of doing this, he stands up hope at like a gig at the pool hall that they were supposed to play too. So yeah, we get in this whole story that we find out like Lenny gets the courage to go ask her out. But when he goes to do it, she's like, I have plans with JT tonight. And JT like shows up just and he's like, what you doing here, Lenny? Oh, so the best part about this, that whole scene, mm-hmm. was when Lenny's trying to ask out Natalie, finally, because didn't he, like, he wrote a song for her, and he's Natalie. telling Hope, and Hope's like, go after him, you need to go, go chase your heart, yes. and he's like, whatever. So he's going to go, again, he's met her, like, what, one time, I know they worked together, but now yeah. suddenly you want to confess her love. Uh, as soon as she says she's hanging out with JT, he starts dogging JT to her. Yeah. Like, hey, he's a piece of crap. You know, he, he's probably not even going to show up. And she calls out Lenny saying, you're basically, you're a bad friend. Why would you say that about your friend? Yeah. And I don't know in any real life situation if people would do that. Right. <laughs> like, I think a guy would probably put down another guy if he was being a turd. But yeah. what woman would be like, well, you're being a really bad friend. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a red flag that one of his friends is even trying to tell you that? I think she just thinks he's doing it out of jealousy. Like, she knows uh, Lenny just doesn't have the... Go- yeah. Right. Like, like and he, yeah, she inspires him to write that song, which this is perfect for this, like, this show. Like, oh, showing the songwriting. Like, oh, he met this girl, inspires him to write this song. The Natalie, oh, you're so pretty. That's <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, he's write that song. And then he gets, like, super pissed. And then Natalie ends up finding him with another the other waitress from the beginning like hanging out it's like wait you haven't called me in four weeks all that shit so then she goes to like lenny to i guess like congrats you're running you're runner up congrats like well i thought she was like venting like i don't understand jt like she was looking for advice to like figure him out because she wasn't over him yet and i'm like dude don't go to the guy that had a crush on you right this relationship which i thought was selfish but then mm-hmm. maybe she was just going to him as a runner-up i don't know i think she no matter what she was keeping him on standby right yeah which is so crappy right 
but hope's there the whole time. Like, yep. JT does suck. I know all about that. Like, yeah. Hope likes the song. She encourages Lenny, and then she, then Lenny's like, "Fuck all you guys, get out of here." Mm-hmm. And uh, so Hope tells Natalie she does what Lenny did to Natalie, to Natalie, but she's okay with it. She's like, she's not like you're being a bad friend to Hope. Yeah, well, she's like, oh, crap, Hope has been burned a ton by this guy because she's known him since, like, high school. Oh, yeah. And uh, she says that JT and her went to junior prom together. Right. So she's basically hook, line, and sinker ever since she was, like, 16, 17. Yeah. Which, whatever. But she's asking Natalie, let me guess, did JT do this with you? Did he take you here? Did he do this? And Natalie's like, yeah. How embarrassing. (laughs) Like, his moves are so predictable because he does them with every single girl. Yeah, not a lot of depth to his uh to his game here. No, he's uh, a singer, Brandon. Yeah, but he does get thrown off because Lenny goes to his work, which he's a mechanic. Mm-hmm. No surprise for some reason. Uh, not that they ever mentioned that, but whatever. It, yeah, I, I was like, you know what? I'm not surprised he's a mechanic. Um, and he decks him. He like punches him in the face because he's not treating Natalie right. And then uh. Natalie ends up like not dumping him, but just saying like, you know, I'm not interested. And he's like, I'm thrown off here. I don't know what I could do. And no one breaks up JT. Yeah. No, yeah. No one breaks up. She's like, it's not really a breakup. Cause he mentioned that they weren't in a relationship. So right. she's like, well, if we're not in a relationship, she gets back at him, but we're like, Natalie, you just took the dumbest journey that, I guess so, we're supposed to feel stupid. for her or something. I, don't I feel know. nothing for her. I think she was... Sh- mm. You know what you're getting into. Why hang out with Lenny unless he was just automatic friend zone right away? Then let right. him know. Right. Yeah. It's it, Yeah. But he, JT does do a, a nice thing where he goes to the lounge when uh, Lenny's doing sound check and he's like... I heard you got a song. You owe me a song for the punch or whatever. And he makes sure Natalie's there to hear the song. And she just yeah. smiles at JT. We get a music, our music video thing. Again, Lenny, it's a music video. I don't understand. Where did they get all this footage of uh, Natalie? With Natalie. And then Lenny with glasses in the vest. Like, was I was it like a that's John a 90s Lennon? look. That's that 90s look right there. The vest yes. and the glasses and the long hair. I'm like... Yeah, that's a very specific, era-specific look right there. Oh, man. But it's like, where did you get all this footage? When did you guys become, like, walking in the park together? And, oh, man. (laughs) Whatever. But again, yeah, he plays that song, which it was JT and Hope both that kind of worked together to get Natalie there. And again, Hope, why are you even, like, like, she is so, she, like, hates him but loves him. Mm Mm-hmm. So they're friends. I, I I don't get that dynamic at all. Which I, I still, JT after thing. all this, I still don't believe JT learns a damn thing after no. this episode. Like he's, he was just like, yeah, I didn't really like her. You're right, whatever. Yeah. Like he says he does, but dude. But I like her too, and her and her. Yeah, See, I do like her, but I like others too. Like I, yeah, I like everyone. Yeah, I like I like a lot of. I like you, Lenny. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, we only have one other real storyline in this one. It's Arthur. Dizzy goes by Arthur in this episode because he gets a bellhop job at a hotel. This is the second. He's not doing. He's doing the plumbing in the morning and the bellhop in the evening. And uh, Jody, like he starts not showing up for band practice. He's so busy. He's not even there to have time to hang out places. 
And uh, he's doing it to show Jody who he is because she turned him down in the proposal on last week. And he has a he has a sparring off with the the senior bellhop guy who's thinks he's an a hole because his tactics are different. He's cool with kids. He's friendly. He's not very uptight with things, um, which leads him being offered a management position. But as we know in the Heights, when you get offered big opportunities, you turn them down. That's right. You can't leave the heights. The heights are banned. Yeah, you you can't. No big opportunities. Mm-mm, no band uh, comes first. Well, love and then the band. Yeah, or just, his future baby. He just wants to be dizzy. That's what. That's, that's right. What he says. Yeah. So he has a big meeting about this with Jody at the docks, and uh, he says, you know, like if he takes the management position, he has to quit the plumbing. Like he doesn't want to do it, but like then she's like, "Well, you know, I'm just you didn't say what I wanted you to say because she said she he needed a partner because Stan mm-hmm. confronted her about this. Like, what the hell is going on? She's like, I want him to realize a partner. She goes, "You didn't say it, but you show you showed it. So, and then right. she proposes to him, and then as this is 1992, he uh, very easily and carefree jumps off the dock into the water in his bellhop uniform. Because in 1992, you could do that. Nowadays, you'd be like, oh, my phone's in my pocket. I can't do that. Right. <laughs> do that. I would try to avoid docs after the Dawson's Creek episode with uh, Jen's friend. That I can't oh. remember her name. Yeah. Anywho. The girl from Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. 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 Um, but Monica no, really Kina. Funny. Monica Kina. Nice. Um, but a totally different reaction. So you got Jody saying, no. And then he's like, yes, yes, yes. It's funny. Yes. Which that's how the girl should be. So it's kind of nice. I mean, he Here's worked really hard to prove that he mm-hmm. could uh, provide for the baby and her. And he wouldn't do that unless he actually cared. So right. it's nice. Um, the funniest part when he was a bellhop, the one thing that actually made me laugh out loud, I don't know why, he was working the two jobs, like you said. He was a plumber during the day, and then he mm-hmm. was working bellhop at night. He was asleep in one of the hotel rooms mm. uh, until a guest came back. And he's like, oh, crap. And again, the problem with this writing, they just kind of like, whatever. We don't have to actually, I don't know, make it interesting. He just goes and hides in the closet, you know, <laughs> uh, dizzy. He's like, I'm going to go hide in the closet. So the guest comes in and he starts to, you know, put his luggage down and stuff. And then Dizzy just pops out of the closet like, we're here to make sure your service goes great. You know, whatever you need, just let us know and leaves. And the guy's like, okay. Yeah, there's like, no it, issue with that at all. Like, It makes no sense. Not without hotel or that location i'm like all right you guys that was funny but right kind of out of place yeah it's funny like they have something they have these docks and things that make me go oh seattle seattle and then Mm -hmm. they have this hotel where i'm like is this new york like is it a suburb off of lake michigan i don't like yeah like it's really it's it's like once it's wants to be all these different cities but is it picking a lane as to which city the heights is in like the heights is your city Brandon, where you are now, that is the heights. The heights, the heights is a vibe. The heights is a, <laughs> it's a feeling. That's right. It's oh, place. There was another storyline randomly in this. Oh, and it makes no sense. That's why uh, we kind of missed it. Mm-hmm. Alex and his girlfriend Rita play pool, and apparently oh, yeah. she hustles him. Yeah, yeah, she hustles him at pool. Yep, for like twenty bucks, and it made no sense because he bets uh, burgers. Yeah. 
And she's like, I just enjoyed you teaching me and I couldn't stop you. He's like, oh my God. What was the point of that? Again, yeah, I was just irritated. Stan Reed and Alex, they basically take a back seat. I mean, that's all they give them. There was a point where Alex, when they're at a uh, band practice and Hope confronts JT about standing her up at the pool hall gig and she brings up a guy from high school that's intended to make him feel jealous. And then Alex comes by. He's like, hey, man, you missed it last night. Hope was Hope was really good, dude. You stood her up, da-da-da. He goes, oh, yeah, well, what about so-and-so, the high school guy? He's like, who? He's like, yeah, he's he, like, you blow it. I was like, oh, new guy. Hope's like super embarrassed, but not really embarrassed because I don't know. I'm like, are you obsessed with JT or not at this point? I still don't get it. I don't get the vibe, yeah. but whatever. She's just a sucker for that JT. And everybody else everybody else gets mad at JT. She does, but she's like, oh, you know, but I love him. So <laughs> you can change my song. I worked really hard and put my emotions into it. You can change it when it's all about. That's it's fine. Okay. It's okay, JT. You can go treat other women like shit. I'll still be here. Mm-hmm. You can treat me like garbage if you want. I mean, you're still <laughs> Which Natalie does point out that I think Hope still has feelings for you. And JT's like, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> I think everybody figured that out. Like, yeah, like I thought Alex was the new person. <laughs> but I have a feeling like Natalie doesn't even come back. It's like, oh, look, I, he wrote a song about a girl they never like dates or like mm-hmm. just an idea. Oh, yeah, I got a music video together and everything. Oh, so gosh. that means Lenny and Natalie forever, right? Right. It's on a tree carved somewhere in the heights on the dock. <laughs> yeah, uh, this one, yeah, I. Interesting conflicts within the band. Of course, not surprising. JT's involved, so. So who had all the evil ways? JT was evil? JT was evil. Was Rita evil for hustling her boyfriend? She was fun for hustling her boyfriend. That's true. It's, um, it's new romance. It's fine. Yeah. And then, I don't know who else was evil. Mm, Natalie? I don't know. Natalie's Maybe. waitress friend, because she had to have known. Yeah. She had to have known. But, yeah. yeah. Maybe that bellhop that was all rule book. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. He was evil. Evil, evil, evil. Okay, well, uh, this gig is over. Till next time we play. Jessica, where can people keep up with yo? On Twitter at JN Allsman and Instagram at Jessica Allsman or check out BobandTom.com. I hang out uh, over at the Bob and Tom show, jumping on air once a week. And, of course... The Brandon Peters Show. It's a fun podcast. It is. It is. Some people listen. Most don't. All right. (laughs) And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KUHD. Written work on WeisselBlue.com. There's more from The Brandon Peters Show this week. But until then, Jessica, how do you talk to an angel? It's like trying to catch a falling star. Uh, But a falling star really has nothing to do with a star. We know this, right? Would that burn? Is that like you burn I mean... It's just tiny bits of dust, you know? From space. Little streaks flying by. Space dust. Can you catch Without, like, if it space l- dust? Yeah. Like, like catch it while you're in space or it's like coming down through the atmosphere and you're on Earth trying to catch it? Ooh, on Earth. So it's got to be big enough. Okay. Maybe in a jar. That's it. Right there. And then yeah. you can talk to an angel. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. 
Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Alsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetershow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.